All right, welcome back, everyone, to Showtime at the Senate. Uh, today, my guests are Nikki Nugel, the owner of Flamingo Vintage in Southwest Detroit, and film aficionado and her boyfriend, Finn, Finn Formica. Is that right? Did I say those right? You did, my man. All right. So. And so, again, I'm your host, Nick Baldwin, and the idea behind these shows is to preview all of our upcoming events at the Senate Theater. And um, a, a lot of the times, what I, I want to bring to you is a conversation about the films we've chosen and why we selected them and interesting things about them. Uh, this week it was a little different because the screening we're having is Greece, and Greece is one of the most popular, noted films of all time. So, what is there to say that hasn't already been said? But um, we'll, we'll talk about it anyway, and we'll talk about the cool things we have going on at that event. Um, the event, by the way, is Saturday, February 15th. It'll be a nice little uh, Valentine's Day date you can take your, your sweetie to. Um, 8 p.m. Doors are at 6 p.m. because we have a vintage pop-up uh, coming in, which is why Nikki's here. So, uh, Nikki, tell me about Flamingo Vintage. Um, I know that you're not originally from Detroit, so tell me about your start in the vintage clothing retail business and your journey to Detroit. Yeah, so I'm from Texas, and I started off in a school bus. So I sold vintage clothing out of a little green school bus in Austin on South Congress. And then I um, eventually moved into a brick-and-mortar store in Texas in Bryan. And this is my third store, and so far my favorite. <laughs> so my store is a 100-year-old um, Art Deco department store that I renovated, spent eight months renovating it, and we are um, located on Verner and Junction at 5449 West Verner Highway. Very cool. So tell me about the, the process of buying vintage clothing and like what, how you decide what to bring into your store to sell to people. Well, I usually buy based on past experiences, so things that I've sold before, also things that I'm knowledgeable in. So anything really from the 20s to the 80s is kind of where I focus in on. And I always try to buy something that's currently wearable. Okay. Yeah. How do how does that change over time as far as like fashion? Um, vintage clothing, those are things that are popular at the time during the time period, but how does that change? How does vintage clothing change to modern times exactly? Well, a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, current season trends. So we always try to keep everything on trend, which changes all the time. Also, it's clothing is a form of self-expression, so a trend means something different to everybody, right? I always encourage people to wear something that they feel comfortable and confident in because you really are setting the stage. I mean, people do judge you based on what you wear, so in a good way, I hope, right? Well, in a good way, yeah. <laughs> so thinking about Greece, which has such a prominent look and feel to the film is that a popular style that you see that you purchase for you buy for that definitely. you see people buying yeah definitely I actually got my start because I always wore 1950s dresses so I was always wearing like a full 50s outfit with the hat and the gloves and the purse the whole nine mm -hmm. just because that's what I was into and random people would stop me on the street and say you look so put together I really love this I wish I could wear that and that's kind of how I started selling vintage I just sold stuff that was left over in my closet that you know I wasn't gonna wear again and uh -huh. uh, yeah so I would definitely say 50s are very relatable and I think one of the easiest eras to pull off okay now where do you find these things everywhere <laughs> everywhere's the answer um, so I was thinking in preparing for this podcast I was thinking about Greece and I watched it again of course you know in preparation and when I, while I was watching it I was realizing that I had I don't think I'd actually ever seen the movie 
all the way through in one sitting because it's a movie that's such uh, in pop culture consciousness. Yeah. And you know the songs and you know the moments and you know the scenes just by heart and having seen them on television or whatever. But I don't actually think I'd had ever watched it all the way through from start to finish. And you had a similar experience recently. Yeah, actually, after I left the Senate Theater hanging out with you and Lindsay last week, I um, went home and my boyfriend Finn put on the soundtrack. And I haven't probably listened to that soundtrack in, I mean, 15, 20 years. And as soon as he put it on, I knew every word to every song. Mm -hmm. And it just brings you right back to that place of, like, happy childhood for me anyways because it's just such a uplifting i mean generally you feel good when you watch grease everybody does Absolutely. and i think that's why they relate to it and I, well that was a question i was going to ask is how i wonder why why grease i mean so this movie is released in 1978 it takes place in 58 i believe or the 50s and i wonder why why does it really resound with people still today i mean i don't know it's okay to say. I, I, for me, it's like a cult following with the idea behind um, kind of the rockabilly movement. You know what I mean? And just the way everybody was dressing. And I guess it helped with John Travolta, you know, coming off of Saturday Night Fever. You know, what was that? Kind of the end of the disco era and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But uh, I think that it's a time of obviously the rockabilly movement's very popular right now. And vintage clothes are very popular, which, you know, I admire my girlfriend very much for what she's done. And, you know, um, I enjoyed her style years back. We met in Nashville, Tennessee, but you know, um, it's really it. Vintage clothes right now are actually outselling brick and mortar stores. You know what I mean? The Macy's are falling bankruptcy and all that stuff, and it's rightfully so because you know I think to recycle clothes in the aspect of you know it doesn't matter what era or age it is in. You know what I mean? I don't know how many people might be rocking bell bottoms on the outside, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, these days, but uh, I think that... Um, well, there'll be a time. Maybe yeah, they will. They, you know, I don't know. I'm old, so I remember those, my man. Uh-huh. So I'm in my, I'm in my 40s. <laughs> in fact, my mom took me to see Grease when I was five years old. So. I always think that about yeah. my closet. I'm like, well, I don't want to get rid of this because it's probably going to come a time later where I'm going to want this again. I'll probably just right. go back to the vintage store buying this clothes I used to own. Right, exactly. and yeah, <laughs> if it fits my, my uh, myself as being a man of the portly nature, then, um, you know, I'll still... She's actually even told me, as being a vintage clothing store owner, which is ironic, that uh, I need to get rid of some clothes because uh, I'm yeah. trying to be a man of fashion, and I have for you know over 20 years, I guess now. So yeah, yeah but uh, I think it's great what you guys are doing, and uh, I look forward to it. I've already picked out an outfit, sadly cool. enough. And, <laughs> very uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. At I'm the screening, on, by the way, you were right. very encouraged to dress up right. in your best right. 50s. We're going to have a best dress contest. We have a we best are. dress contest. Yes. Do we have a prize? gift certificate to the shop yeah. beautiful yes. one of our first dates actually i uh, got her a pink ladies jacket and so he she didn't did. even know that yeah. he did oh, yeah so i'll be fun. wearing that beautiful. yeah yeah so it's tight <laughs> on her and it's gonna look great and so she's amazing so he always beautiful. tells me that i'm like rizzo i think i'm more like sandra d well I think personally her, <laughs> she's the love child of sandra d and rizzo in my opinion That's, uh, <laughs> that, you know. that was a rizzo especially because it was the thing i was thinking yeah. about um something i it, you know doesn't dawn on you as a kid but you know, these are not high schoolers playing in this movie. No, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and it did, and yeah. it's only when I watched it again that it like all hit me in the head like, oh, yeah, like, no. They, they seemed like high schoolers to me when I was in middle school watching it. But. I read that they did a crow's feet test. Did you hear about that? No. When they were doing the screening, they would literally have everybody, you know, smile and crinkle their face. And if you had crow's feet here, then you were too old to play the part. <laughs> well, it, it, you in know, Greece. <clears throat> the funny part was the main character, of course, you know, Zuko, my man, uh-huh. uh, you know, he was the youngest, you know, coming off Welcome Back Carter, which uh-huh. I love, you know what I mean? I love, I mean, the 70s for me as a child growing up, you know, I'm 
mid forties or whatever. But uh, for me personally, it was funny because you know you had Welcome Back Carter, which I love those guys. You know you got to watch it. You got to love those guys, and uh, you know. But it, it, how can I put it? It was funny because it. He was like the youngest, you know what I mean? The yeah. rest of them literally looked like they were in their early 30s or something. That's right. You know? he, was the, he was the most appropriate. Right, yeah. exactly. But he was, he was young. I mean, you know, sorry, a fever. He did, that was like 20, you know, those things. So, I think he know. had just made that film prior yeah. to Greece's release. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, he was on fire. You know, yeah, he, he was, was on fire. fire. Yeah. And he so had been in Greece, uh, the play, prior to that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I was reading a lot about um, all the sexual innu- innuendos that they were throwing into the film too. Right. Um, the play. I've never actually seen the play before. Have you guys? No. No. Actually, I have. No, I have not seen the play. So. I've not seen it. Well, so I was reading about it, and there's a lot more obvious sexual innu- innuendos in the play. And then when they translated it to the film, they had to kind of slim it down and trim it down to be more appropriate. Right. Yeah. But um, they were still sneaking some things in, like. Uh, during the Grease Lightning scene, and they have there's John Travolta's. <laughs> telling her about were you like, no, go 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 go. I mean that's it, man. That's the truth. And so, the Saran I mean, Wrap. Do you know look. about the Saran Wrap? Yes. So they there's this apparently teenagers were using Saran Wrap as condoms in right. the 50s. Wow. Yeah. And uh, there's a big part of that in the play that they had cut out, but John Travolta found some Saran Wrap and you know used it. A little bit in the Grease Lightning dance, um, just to. <laughs> she took it out right. of. He took it out of a roll. Yeah, yeah, I, they were straight, yeah. I didn't even um, notice it was dancing when he was dancing around. I was just, right. I don't know, it just blew right by me. But then reading back on it, I was like, oh, that's what that was for. Right. Yeah. And then there's uh, when he's singing the Sandy song at the drive-in. The hot dog and the bun. The hot dog yeah, and the bun. Isn't that crazy? I never <laughs> even noticed that. Don't you guys remember like all like let's go to the lobby and the dance on hot dog and coke? I mean, I was yeah, just like, yeah. I know, we have I those know. things at the Senate Theater a lot, right? But, yeah. um, I haven't been there yet. I can't wait, man. So I look oh, forward you to it. Been? No, oh. no. I'm just been in town a few weeks now, but uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. You just been. Yeah, I've been. I just I've been coming to Detroit since I was a child. I just had never had a chance to be the Senate Theater. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, well, you'll yeah. get to. We live down the street. Yeah, we do. We live we close. We're right there. Saturday, February. 15th? Yes. yes. Absolutely. Great Valentine's um, Day. Situation. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. you've coordinated a vintage pop-up for us that day. Yes, exactly. So I will be bringing vintage clothing. I also have like a collection of petticoats, jewelry, gloves, different accessories and stuff in case you come and you kind of want that extra little piece. We also have Little Bit Vintage coming. Her name's Elizabeth. She's really, really great. And also um, Emily Schwartz, who owns um, Live-In Vintage. She also puts together the Ferndale Vintage Fashion Market at the Rust Belt twice a year. So Emily coordinates that entire market. So both of those girls are coming with me. So there'll be three confirmed vendors. Cool. And we're all going to be bringing 50s stuff, all going to be wearing 50s stuff, obviously singing along. Can't wait to watch. I mean, it should be a good time. Oh, it's going to be a great time. And uh, again, we're having the doors open a little earlier so that everyone can come and shop this vintage clothing. Um, doors will be at 6. The movie will start at 8 o'clock. Tickets are only $5. Um, That's a heck of a deal, folks. Just a deal. The clothes itself are going to be amazing, so definitely come down for the shopping as well. There was, uh, I also learning, so when they filmed Grease, John Travolta is not this big star yet. No one in this movie is a big star at the time of the filming, and uh, really, it was considered a risk for Paramount. They were not like high on this film. They didn't think a whole lot of it. They were, they this, the budget for the film was yeah. only six million dollars. Yeah, that's true. Which has gone on to make over four hundred million, and still, uh, still creating things. There's apparently there's a prequel in development at Paramount right now, and there's a, um, a prequel. <clears throat> a prequel. Interesting. I don't think it, it's. I don't think it's supposed to be about Zuko or anybody, but different characters. Right. And um, and a series, a high school musical styled series, going to be on the new HBO 
uh, streaming service, HBO Max. Wow. So it's still here. Oh, absolutely. Well, still yeah. alive and kicking. I mean, I know that a couple high schools, you know, we didn't do it in high school, of course. Uh, bye bye, Birdie, which I loved, but uh, anything goes. But uh, they did a, they did Grease in high school. So it's one of those things. It's universal. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So. I think kids can appreciate it more, and then hence uh, appreciate clothes. And you know, I think old things too that are very stylish. You know, your the theater is in it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Things that are a throwback to appreciate history. I think. Well, know? and there's a, there's something about this movie that is related to every for to everyone, and it, it's the simple things. It is nostalgia, it's romance, and it's memories yeah. in high school. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I think that's I think why it re- resounds so well with with audiences still. It's, everyone can relate to. That own moment in their life. Yeah, the cars are rad too. So and that that the cars are very rad in that movie. But. Oh, I felt so bad for the car when they did the race. Um, oh, I know. They I destroyed. Know. They worked so hard on it all movie, and uh-huh. then and then they danced all over it, and then it just gets destroyed. Not destroyed, but severely yeah. damaged. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah definitely agree with that. So it wasn't a Steve McQueen movie, but uh, it was pretty tragic. You know, right? So, big Steve McQueen fan. So yeah, Bullet's probably the best car chase of all time in that film, but. Yeah. That probably beats the grease car right. chase. It does. It does, man. But still, I was very upset about it, too. So, and the grease lightning, man, that car was so smooth when I was a kid. And they were like, yeah. The saran wrap, I think they were detailing it, actually, when they were running around. I remember they was like, they came back around and they're all white. and they're which, Back to the saran wrap. What? Yeah, it was amazing. Well, I'm back, I'm back on the saran wrap. I can't get it. Now I have to think about it. We have to. Yeah, I didn't use those when I was a kid, and, uh, you know, for those things. So. No, that was news to me. That was even a, an idea. Right. There you are. So. But uh, anything else you guys want to say about grease? Any. Any notes? Anything cool you think about it? I mean, I enjoy the film. I can't wait. You know, so it's going to be a good time so. again. So all the information: Saturday, February fifteenth, Valentine's Day screening. It's not the day after Valentine's Day, obviously, but yeah. uh, it's the weekend of Valentine's Day. Bring your sweetheart. Come see Grease for five dollars. Um, check out the vintage clothing that we have coming, and um, we'll see you at the Senate Theater. Yeah, great. Thanks for coming, guys. Yeah, thank you for having us. So.